What time is it? What time is it's it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. I'm Casey. I am here with Hendrix. We are two awkward ass motherfucking millennials. And I'm welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. What it do? Hello, good people. How are you? I hope you guys are all doing well and shit. Living your trillest fucking lives. Trillest um, lives. Yeah. You know? And, you know, being the change you want to see in the world. Right? Or, no, we're not still doing that? I mean, I don't know. I know. Somebody said that. That's some really philosophical shit right there. Yeah, I don't think I have that ability at all. Oh, okay. uh, Well, okay. Well, that's cool, too. I mean, you could continue to be trash and be the trash you want to see in the world. Um, I hope you guys all had a good week. Uh, If you're listening to this, yesterday was Mother's Day. Happy fucking belated Mother's Day to you all the mothers. Happy Mother's um, Day. Dog mothers. Shout out to you. Fur mothers. Uh, All (laughs) in that good stuff. Our comrades. My comrades. People who've lost their mothers. um, People. um, who have lost children uh, it's still all of our days it's still your day too so you know respects and love and all of that stuff uh so um yeah shit how the fuck are you doing uh i'm doing pretty good actually um you know i'm getting wiser and wiser by the day you know? oh yes 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 uh happy birthday or happy belated birthday to uh hendrix he is um officially eligible to sign up for aarp and we are just here to troll him continuously as always. Mm-hmm. I wish. We're still on schedule. Nothing has changed. You know that I actually put um pushing back the date for social security. To like, what? It's not sixty five anymore? No, I think they pushing trying to push it back to seventy. Oh wow. Now you gotta wait it a year. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's all good though. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um I had a pretty good week. How was your birthday? What did you do? Um my birthday was very funny. Um, yeah, I just had a lot of different interactions with people. Um, thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of funny interactions with people and people trying to do certain things and shit like that. Like, I'm, you know, it was a reflecting year. This is not a big year for me, so... I treated it as such, you know. I had some good food and some ice cream. You know, I was a fat ass. My weekends are my my fat days or whatever. So every day is your fat day. <laughs> no, it's not. Um. So yeah, I just I just enjoyed myself. You know, I had a little uh some treats, so so to speak. I had some treats, or whatever. Um. Uh, yeah, it was a chill day. Like I didn't. It was raining. Like the rain really killed the mood the day before and the day of. Like it just kind of killed the mood. You know, my knee was hurting. So I'm sort of oh, <laughs> Real shit. I'm like, damn, it's raining. Oh yeah, my knee hurt. I mean, I Just my leg stiff. But um, other than that, yeah, everything was cool. Everything was cool. How was your week? It was okay. Um, it was very interesting. I had some uh, dynamic week, I guess. Work was fine. Um, no complaints there. I had a similar issue for my grandma gears, but it was brief, and I got it fixed because uh, I'm a boss bitch. Oh, okay. But um <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that was like a reoccurring issue. It happened it tried to present itself again with like the people coming over there and I'm just like, no. Nah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's so true. I, I fixed it and um I you know, making boss bitch move, you know? I mean if you I'm pretty sure if you weren't as as cute as you are, she wouldn't have those issues. I really just like and I'm nice and I don't wanna be mean, so I had to have somebody else do it. Like I I, I had them lie for me and I uh 
I appreciate them. Shout out to my dear uh, friend and colleague at that point because that was very nice of him. You had the the, the fake boyfriend like routine or no? No, that no. I had uh, one of my, uh, like my leader. Oh, okay. I had them uh, remove them okay. from my area. So. Oh, oh, okay. That's a, that's a different story. You you know you had two different issues with people coming up and stuff like that. Oh wow. Well, yeah. Um, the other thing is, then I grab my gear. So okay. I'll reflect on that later. I if I if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, cause that issue was resolved. Or, or no Which one I don't know which one The male issue Oh no That's my grandma gears though oh, Okay so but, I know so, you had a male And a female issue As far as people Being in your space And stuff yeah, like that Yeah I, I, It's one of those things Really <laughs> I don't understand what it is But I appreciate it Not really But it's okay <laughs> Um, like I said, work at school. Um, I still don't have no social life. Literally, yes, last week I spent both of my, well, I did, well, yeah, well, Sunday I, we went to eat, but, um, Monday and Tuesday I did let them go to the gym, come home, shower, and lay in the bed all day. And I did that two days in a row. Um, so. Was that enjoyable? Because that sounds like, that sounds pretty fun to me. So. Well, you know how you are. But. I'm just saying, some See, this is the thing, like, that's something that I can do, like, once every blue moon, but I can't do that every week. No, not every week, but yeah. I just, it's like, I need to. Like I didn't see other people Like I went to the gym <laughs> And I was literally in bed all day Especially Tuesday Like Monday I got up and cooked Like I made dinner I guess I did get off the bed I didn't get out of the bed Except for like to pee or eat on Tuesday So I mean were you sick or something? No It was nothing fucking wrong with me I was like in my bed watching TV <laughs> It was nothing wrong But I didn't have nothing to do So I was just like You know fuck it And I was like I wanted to save money Because I just paid for my um My vacation or whatever My trip or whatever I'm going to Vegas this summer and I had just bought my plane ticket and booked my room and so I had just came out of that money and I'm cheap as fuck so like whenever I spend money I cut it I shut everything the fuck down so like I didn't spend money on food this week at all for real I was just like kind of chilling you know I had one of the moments uh Saturday my birthday I was you know just out doing some last minute things for like Mother's Day or whatever because you know I have to normally have to enjoy my birthday with Mother's Day or whatever so I went out and I fuck saw fuck you last minute motherfuckers by the way because y'all had Hall Road fucked up oh they had everywhere fucked up Everywhere was fucked up. Saturday. I was trying to go to work yesterday, and Hall Road was fucked up. Like you last minute Saturday <laughs> afternoon <laughs> ass motherfuckers. Yeah, everywhere was messed up. But um, yeah, I saw you know you see items for you or whatever. You know, you know I saw like a pair of pants and some you know some other shit or whatever. And I literally picked out like two outfits, and I only left for, like a pair of pants. <laughs> like I just started putting shit back. Like no, nah, I don't need that. It's too expensive. I'm cheap. Like, I wish nah, I could do I that. Once I pick it up, I buy it. I can't do that. Like I'm literally going up to the rest putting shit down like yeah no, no yeah no, no, see no. i have to go i when i when i actually say i'm cheap and i rarely shop so when i shop i go with tunnel vision like once i pick it up i ain't putting it down <laughs> so i just try yeah, not I to mean, even try it it's just crazy like how you know sometimes you feel like you can't actually like treat yourself because of your responsibilities as an adult you just feel like you have to take care of everything and not you know some people are afforded the abilities to just do whatever the fuck they want to like i'm not one of i'm not that privileged to be able to just Me you the know fuck either <laughs> <laughs> to be able to do what I want to But um Yeah I just feel A lot of times I just feel guilty About shit like that Yeah me too So I would just be like I literally cut myself off From like Cause after I get my hair done And I bought that uh, Pay for that trip I was like okay So I'm not eating out I got food at home Like I was like I'm not buying it And I'm not eating Bad food at work Did I'm you not. get to the sandwich stage Or no If I had stuff for sandwiches You know actually no One day I did I made me a grilled cheese one day Oh okay yeah Cause I was like Oh I got bread And I got cheese And I ain't even had no meat So it wasn't no 
sandwiches, big fella. And I ain't making peanut butter jelly sandwiches. I ain't had no milk. So it was literally only grilled <laughs> cheese sandwiches in this bad boy today. Yeah, that is like the, the most frustrating thing about like your week. Because it's not even like you, you know, we're fortunate enough to not be like, okay, yeah, I don't have it. So I can't do it. It's like, I need it. So I can't do it. So yeah, it just makes it interesting. When you get down to them sandwich days and shit, you just be mad. Like, that's some bullshit. It's just like, I don't even want to. It's like, I want to save my money. I want to be, you know, I try to make good financial decisions and like being cheap has got me thus far in life so keep it going whatever um but yeah life is good i hope you guys all enjoyed your weekend hope you enjoyed your mother's day like i said happy mother's day again um hope uh you guys and have ready to have a good week you know it's yes. fucking monday and um oh, fuck monday well you know you know this i don't is. really have to feel like that because i don't work mondays but if i did i would understand you guys is plight but i don't so i don't know if i should say this for my grandma i probably will remind me uh, i got a work issue for grandma gears well okay. i'll write it down because you don't remember your name half the time oh okay that's disrespectful you have been calling me old for a week straight literally a week straight every time i talk to you the grandpa is old man that all kind of shit and telling the truth how what you've been doing and who you've been doing so, it with what did you do as far as you know music and, and movies and stuff like this, this week? um oh my uh hood rat passion so um what is it um it's this song it was a song actually that i found first it was um it was on it was on my workout twerkout uh playlist or whatever on spotify came up and it was it's called fuck that niggas by city girls it was on a quality control album it's a very 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 ratchet ass song mm-hmm. I love it. And, like, they ratchet as fuck. Like, they're from Miami. Their voices make it even more bad. Like, so fucking ratchet. And, um... And then, like, uh, they released the album the other day. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I love it because, like, who don't like Hood Rush? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, even a, is, even is a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's fun to indulge. Like, a lot of that shit was, like, missed on me because like, I want to know how old they are. I'm pretty sure they're younger than me. Just listening to the lyrics. Because it was, like, one line. Like, I was born in 1990. Now that's kind of sound. I'm starting to sound like a long ass time ago. But, yeah, you ain't too far behind. Um, so... It was some in the, it was one of the songs I listened to and I'm vibing to this shit. I already can't relate because it was just like half of the shit is like, Yeah, you know, give milk these niggas, buy me some titties and you ain't gonna kiss me unless you got fifty G's and I'm just like, Oh, oh I need to live like this. Oh, okay. And um, that's not really a lyric, but that's how that's pretty much the premise of all the songs. And so um, like milking niggas and scamming niggas and robbing niggas, like it literally is like that. And so um, it was one lyric. I was like, yeah, like nigga in that club think he doing something, popping bottles. Like it was some like um, nigga think like nigga pushing white. Like we off that. Like I need me a scammer. And I'm like, wow. Like so, <laughs> is that what this generation like? Because like like a swiper. And yeah. I'm like, so I'm. I'm old, so I like I thought we like the older generation. We looked down on swipers. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I would personally respect a drug dealer before I respect a swiper. Like you, you sacrificing your life at right. that at that point. I mean, yeah. No, I get that. Swipers get that. to me, it just sound dumb. Like it literally, like all of that stuff is so crazy. Like, I know people in real life that have been involved in that shit, and they literally always get caught. And it's like your name is on that shit. Like <laughs> niggas do stupid shit. Like you use a fraudulent card, and then. Bought a goddamn plane ticket. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? People do stupid shit like that or go buy some shit online. Like, so it's going to go to your house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
People don't think about stuff like that. I'm such a square that that's the kind of stuff that I think about. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to do whatever the scam and shit is, gift cards or whatever I mean, swipers do. I think a lot of times it comes from, like, I guess from a female point of view, the fact that you literally they can buy them anything. Right, they can literally buy you anything. But the thing is, like, I think, like, like why are you going to do this a drug dealer? Like, I mean, I guess you had a point of, like, maybe your life isn't at stake in this much as, you know, significantly, but, like, they have actual physical money. Yeah. As a, you know, I'm saying as cars to, decline all the time. And, yeah, because that's what somebody was saying. Somebody was like a swiper be there with a whole bunch of cards and like try this one, try this one, try this one. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like on top of that, like you don't like you can easily get caught. Like he was like, it's sometimes like it's you going, especially as a young black person, you going somewhere and buy something, and before you even make it out the mall, they didn't call the fucking, you know, they gonna call the police on you because they know that that niggas do that shit now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get, I get that. So it was just like I love the music, I love ratchet music. It was just a disconnect because I'm like, I mean, I love the ratchet shit, but. I can't relate to this life at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just unrealistic to me. But um, if you like the rap music like I do, check out the City Girls album. It's called Period. <laughs> It's fucking ratchet. Yeah, that's a hood rat name for album. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the song for you. When, um, this song, the first song that I heard about him when we done. So you would look like it's so funny. Let me talking in the middle of the song. Like you could really like just feel the ratchet tree coming off the track. So my hood rat adventures in music um would be from one T Grizzly. Um, I haven't heard it. I mean, I haven't seen it. It is it is pretty pretty flame. Pretty is, flame. Wow. It's pretty. It is pretty flame. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's not even. You know, a lot of times you feel like when, you know, artists like T. Grizzly, you know, from somewhere that you from, like a Big Shine, for example, you feel like you big up their music mm-hmm. more because they're from your area. And I don't, I don't think that's what this project is. It's just a, you know, it's a nice it's little... A solid project. It's a solid little summertime project. You know, he released it at the right time or whatever. And, you know, he got some dope features and stuff like that. Like, And I, I think the main thing is, like, his presence. He has a mic presence about him that um, he really shouldn't have. Like, he, he's... he's becoming very distinct distinctive like a, a rick ross type where you know you just know what to expect like that kind of consistency but yeah he definitely got a dope project so check that out oh okay so That's as far up. as like tv you did you watch the right people yet because i didn't Mm-mm. i started it but i'm not finished um i started i also started this show, a chick flick called kissing booth that my best friend told me about is um I don't know if you are a nerd like us and you watch the young white teen dramas as a kid um, that we watched. Um, instead of watching Boys in the Hood, we was watching She's the Man and fucking oh. She's All That and oh, yeah. oh. Midsummer Night's Dream and shit like that. And so it was um, Midsummer Night's Dream with Cisco. No? Um, <laughs> so um, she had told me about it. She's like, oh, it's a cute little rom-com or whatever, teen high school rom-com or whatever. And so I started watching that yesterday at work. I'm going to have to finish that probably this weekend while I'm off. Um, waiting. I just caught up on Grey's Anatomy. I caught up on Quantico. Um, I'm on the verge of getting caught up on Blacklist. So you really were in your bed all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, waiting for uh, Riverdale uh, to come back on and also um, waiting for... Or, um, well, Riverdale is on. I'm ready for it to get on Netflix. That and Arrow. And then also, they released a trailer for 13 Reasons Why. It's coming on the 18th. I was going to say, speaking of, you know, teenage rom-coms. You know, uh, that, that's, that's not a romantic comedy. <laughs> the fuck? 
fuck. Fucking <laughs> depressing ass shit. Yeah, I actually didn't watch the trailer yet because I don't. I don't want. I didn't watch the trailer yet either. I don't want to be. I don't want to know anything. And it's so fucked up because it's just like I was. I'm excited to watch it, but I'm like, that's a depressing ass it's show. Like, horrible. it was horrible to watch. It's it's like is you want to watch it because it's good, but it's like that shit is fucking depressing. Like it's this, like the teenage version of This Is Us. Like it's horrible. <laughs> no, This Is Us. And some of the stuff is like you'll be crying happy tears, nigga. That shit is all sad. Like it was like wow. Like if anything, that's one of them shows where you're like, you know what? Human beings really are trash. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Y'all, like, we were horrible, horrible fucking people, like, straight up, so. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to all the shows coming on and stuff like that. Still haven't got a drop date for Insecure. Because that shit looks towards the end of the summer, huh? Yeah, it's normally, no, it should be going around. It's normally, like, June or something. Um, I want to, uh, I'm thinking about going to see the Gabrielle Union movie that released, um, I can't remember. But I'm off and I don't have nothing to do. And like I said, I'm dedicated to not spending my two days in my bed. So okay. I might go see that um, while um, I'm off as well. I don't know if I heard any reviews about it, but it looked like it's a decent. Yeah, it's movie. decent. I'm not, like, against it or, you know. Opposed. <laughs> we'll see. I'm keeping an open mind. Um, I think that's pretty much it as far as like TV, movies, all of that good stuff like that. Um, I've been doing a lot of like comic book research or whatever. I had a very nerd ass conversation um with somebody the other day about all the Marvel shit. I'm like, wow, like I'm really just sitting here geeking out. But it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Um the fucking um playoffs mm-hmm. are uh, underway. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited the, the game today made me really excited excited about this Boston Cavs series. Is this your king? I ain't talking shit because I mean I know that he's one of the people that could work it out. He could they could definitely he fight. he turned he turned I mean I don't either. He could he turned this um he definitely turned this season around um with no help. So it, I'm not I don't put nothing past that man. It's definitely yeah. possible. So I mean it's gonna be a long series. Uh, I think both of the conference finals should be a long longer series. I am nervous. I'm nervous for my Warriors against Houston. Don't be. Um. I'm, I'm honestly, I really do like. Don't I don't know how because since this used to be the fourth year in a row of the Cavs and the Warriors, I do feel like one of them are going to lose their series because I just feel like I don't know for some reason I feel like the establishment not going to let it happen for four years in a row. Yeah, that let it happen. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that let it happen. I mean, it would be a Cinderella. I feel like. See, that's the only thing I don't know. I was about to say it would be a Cinderella story if they let LeBron get another one with the cast, but ain't he is, supposed to be leaving? That is the only thing that is bothering me because you know. We've had storylines. People say the NBA is rigged because there are these perfect stories, and a lot of times in sports, you don't really have perfect stories. But you know what I'm saying this, I feel like this back and back, this back and forth between the Warriors and the Cavs. I can't imagine them giving it to the Warriors again. So I feel like the Cavs are going to win. So it could be this: oh, he turned this season around. He did it by himself. He's the best player. It's a whole narrative. I feel like. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that, that he did it without me. a team. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I will say they have a better. Uh, Cleveland has a better chance again the Rockets, but from the looks of it, they gotta get there first. Now, if they get there and it's Cleveland um, and Golden State again, it's, it's, it's a wrap. They might get one game, but yeah. They, you think so? Yeah. I was surprised by the Spurs this year. I definitely was that they are. Uh, because I, mean, I feel like the Spurs is usually the team in the West that people worry about. You know what I'm saying? Well, they they, they actually did good, especially with all. I feel like they laid down without, this year. I mean, they didn't have their star player for the whole year. He only played seven games. That's true. So, they did pretty good. I was just, it's just like usually like in the, you know, in the finals, you know, they usually put up a fight. And they, yeah, I mean, in the playoffs, they, they usually put up a fight with them. Yeah, head. plus their uh, head coach White died like right before the first round. Or no, it was like um, okay. two games into the first round. Round series or whatever with okay. Golden State, so 
Yeah, after that, it was pretty much over. Well, we'll see. Like I said, um, the you know Boston won by like twenty points uh, today for game one in the series, and um, twenty five. Twenty. I, I said twenty. It could be twenty <laughs> plus points. I just said twenty points. I'm rounding. The I, fuck. Didn't, I didn't say nothing. And um, we'll see what happens tomorrow with uh, Houston and um, and the Warriors. And then on top of that, like the like the Celtics has fucking home court this series, and they. Um, they're eight no in the um, playoffs at home right now. Look at you. Oh. So, oh, shit, look at you. You know your information. We'll see how this goes. Who has Sports Center on at your house? Yeah, I don't even know what channel <laughs> Sports Center is, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, around this time is when things actually get, like, interesting. And I'm just, you know, I'm excited to see how it plays out. I feel like I know how it's going to play out, but, you know. I'm just I mean, I'm always in the background rooted for my words, but I'm I'm one of the people that I don't, I care too much about stuff to get invested in sports. Like, I'm one of the people that, like, I invest so deeply that I can't invest in shit like that. And I know people don't understand it. Like, I have a coworker at work that irritates the fuck out of me because he's like, oh, you don't know anything about Worst name these players. I can enjoy the game and like a team without sitting there running down using somebody's roster and they bench. Like that has nothing to do with the fact that I'm like, oh, I like this team. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, I like this. I, I understand the fucking game. Like I mean, it's a lot of dudes that don't know all that information. So. There's something like, oh, name five players without the besides the starters. Why is that necessary, nigga? Do I look like I'm a fucking like scouter? The fuck? Like I don't have to do that. Like I can enjoy the watching the fucking game and enjoy a team without giving you their whole fucking stats like it's not it's fucking unnecessary like because i know how i am like i get passionate as fuck about stuff and i'm like a nigga if i was really watching the game if i sat and watched it and the team that i decided that i wanted to fucking win lost that would ruin my fucking day like i'm not like fucking <laughs> yeah i'm that type of person so i can't get invested in shit like that what was that i think that was last year was that last year or the year before last you actually had me record like one of the finals games it's probably, it was you didn't probably, want to watch it in real time. It was like, yeah, no, no. It probably no, was just a year before it happened. What, before what happened? Like, I recorded it. Just watch it. Yeah, so, like... Just watch it in hush. Shit. I'm one of them people, so I can't get that fucking invested because I'll be super fucking concerned. What I do is after every game, I look up... I look up the that day after the, uh, the night is over, I look up all the scores and all the final numbers from the games, and that's what I do. Cause I don't have I don't have the energy to be that invested in it. Cause I'll be sitting there depressed. <laughs> For real, I'm, just gonna, I'm not gonna hold you. Like that's how I am. I mean, I, I think around this time is the only time I feel like I have issues with my schedule. Cause I can't. I mean, I can't. I do sometimes, but you know, you watching stuff at work is never as satisfying as being like in your own home in your own surroundings with whatever you know vices that you want to have around you like being at work and trying to sneak and watch the game and shit like that that's not it's not fun at all so yeah around this time is the only time i feel bad about having the schedule that i have so yeah that's yeah so um do you have any stories in regards to the six side world like what's what's going on from your viewpoint, I honestly of the six world, nothing. Besides, I mean that the whole Cardi B, uh, Azalea Banks thing. Did she restore her Instagram yet, or no? I am not sure. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, um, I hope that she didn't. I feel like she needs that break, and I'm all for it too. Yeah, I just it it really makes her um, 
it puts her in a bad light in public opinion. Like, because whenever you get to the point where you're deleting stuff, it kind of looks like the other person won. And see, this is the problem that I have with people. Um, people will be so concerned. Like, I guess, like, it's uh, it's this generation, man, and it's social media. Like, that shit do not matter. Like, like this is the thing. Because I've had the same thing happen to me in real life. People are so concerned with, like, oh, this looks bad. It looks like you lost or this person won or they have the upper hand. I don't give a fuck about winning or losing or how the fuck it looked to you. My emotional stability or, like, my my comfort level, me not having negative fucking energy around me is so much more important than what the fuck you think. Sure. I had a very similar issue with, like, um, um, at work at one point. Like, it was, like, uh, some people that I, were cool, that I was cool with or whatever was um, getting close to this uh, young lady that <laughs> I did not like at all. <laughs> and, like, I'm not even the type of person, like, I don't like that bitch. I just, like, her energy was negative. She was one of them nasty-ass, like, just horrible people that just, like, drain you, just nothing positive to say, just a really negative, horrible fucking person. Right. And... Every time she would come around or they they would be with her, I would leave. Because it was just like, I don't want to be around it. I just don't want, I don't want that in my orbit. I don't want that energy. But in their mind, it's like, oh, like, you give her the upper hand. You know what I'm saying? She winning. And it's like, it's not a competition. My mental stability and me feeling comfortable is way more important than me sitting here to, what, prove a point? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's the way I feel about the whole Cardi B thing. I understand. That's a pregnant woman. Why would she deal with the stress of y'all being on some bullshit? I'm going to go live my life. Y'all want to... Like, that girl came for her, and she addressed it in the way she wanted to. And then if that y'all harassing her and shit, I would get the fuck on, too. <laughs> she came for her first. She wasn't bothering that girl. She decided to go on there. And honestly, to me, it ain't nothing but a publicity stunt. Nobody give a fuck about Azalea Banks. What name of Azalea Banks song? Um, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All she do is troll people and harass you. She, all she do is troll and harass actually successful, famous people. I mean, that are actually you, known for something. So it's just like, you don't have, like, so, yes, what is it? At this point, Cardi B is popping right now. It's like a buzzword. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go on a nationally syndicated radio station and talk about the buzzword. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not going to give her the fucking, I'm not going to give her the benefit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to even, like, reward her in that way. For what? Yeah. That's how I look at it. But, you know, y'all motherfuckers just fucking sheep. Like, oh, yeah, she had a point. That's how that girl, like, that's how people can't, people are free to be who the fuck they want to. This is exactly what I was saying last episode and exactly the thing I was saying with, in terms of religion. Let people be who the fuck they want. You cannot, you are not in control of that. Oh, she, like, yeah, that's true. Maybe she should be a role model. Is that your is a role model? No, like, I think I, I believe I saw her naked, so, you know. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's just like, oh, like, she, like, I didn't, I didn't watch the whole interview, but from the clips I watched, and when she was trying to shake her to be like, oh, how do we go from Beyonce and Lemonade to Cardi B and her broken English and her being a sexual person? First of all, I don't know how often I say this, but people and women can be multifaceted. It is nothing wrong with being a sexual being. You, y'all need to stop demonizing sex. I know I heard that she brought that up about her being sexual. She, it's nothing wrong with that. That no. bitch is engaged and she's pregnant by her fucking fiance. Sleep. Like, shut the fuck up and go to bed. <laughs> then it's just like, she's a grown ass woman she's free to do what the fuck she wants to right. we, if people said and for her to be like oh well what happened to Beyonce eliminate people said the same thing with Beyonce released fucking partition she's supposed to be a, a role model 
this bitch is married with kids. She can fuck her husband. Surfboard. Surfboard. It was mad about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, people are literally always mad about everything in the fucking moment. What female rapper don't talk about sex? What female rapper don't talk about, oh, give me head, give me your money? All female rappers talk about that shit. I'm sure if you went through Azalea Banks' catalog, she would, she talked about that shit too. But no one's going through her fucking catalog and she don't have a platform to stand on. Nobody's going, <laughs> nobody's looking for her shit. Point blank, period. So it's just like, all female rappers talk about that. But that's the thing. This is the age of social media. So like, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B get it a lot more than the rappers of our past. Emil was talking about that shit. Soleil was talking about that shit. Foxy Brown was talking about that shit. Little Kim was talking about that shit. Trina. You know what I'm saying? We can go on forever. That's Kaya, Jackie O, nigga. We can go on forever. Shit, listen to a fucking Left Eye verse on a TLC album. Like, it's it's what it is. Like, they have always talked about fucking sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, or money, or, you know, pimping niggas. Like, this is the shit that people have always talked about. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like, for you to insult her, you know what I'm saying, in any kind of way, if that's how she grew up, right. you know what I'm saying? She didn't have it. She's talked about her life. She grew up poor. It's a lot of people that grew. It's a lot of people that grew up in the hood today and still can't speak proper English. Nigga, if that was like, if everybody was out here, um, highly fucking intelligent and speaking proper mm-hmm. English, people wouldn't be telling me every day that I talk like a fucking white person. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to educate your motherfucking self on what the fuck is going on. Like you sitting here trying to sound fucking fake intelligent <laughs> and fake woke to Muslim. She's a role model. She shouldn't still be talking about that. Bitch, that's how she talk. Like you acting like she's like she's a caricature of a black woman that's how she fucking grew up yeah you know what i'm saying like you you look like she you look like she on some new new shit like she just like oh i'm about to go to the hood and make up this person like she's doing did nothing but be herself and that's literally what she was saying like you are sitting there talking about me on this radio station as a buzzword so you can get people to listen and people that like because if azalea banks would have went on there and not talked about cardi b nobody be talking about that fucking interview no. before i even saw the interview i literally commented on it like fucking when charlamagne posted that shit like y'all ran out of people to interview because I mean, it's just that's, like that's just what she does i'm just saying like that's what i'm saying she's do shit like that to stay relevant she's no different in my eyes she's no different than black china you know what i'm saying like doing stupid shit to stay relevant like her like black china do stupid shit like you know fuck 17 year olds but she just go on there and talk about people you know what i'm saying and troll people to stay relevant it's cool but it's just like the way people are like oh you're doing this you're doing that like if that's how she was raised or that's how she talked like you think the day she's like oh i have a record deal let me go to fucking etiquette class and talk like i've been you know i've had four years of college and a doctoral degree you know what i'm saying like no bitch that's how i talk like I didn't ask to be a role model. You can't, like, and first of all, your parents should be leading you. Like, I listen to every fucking Ratchet song ever. I, my, I knew the lyrics to Trina's songs in fifth fucking grade because of my brother. And, but, you know, I didn't even think, like, oh, this is a role model. Let me grow up and pimp niggas, like, because I had real parents who taught me right from wrong. So, if I hate when people, like, hang on that crutch of, like, role model. I've never thought about that, nigga. My, your first role model is your parents. Yeah, you, you can't look at celebrities in a role model, like, from the highest to the highs to the lows to the lows. Like, and it's like, why don't we hold men to the same standard? Like, y'all attacking Cardi be like, yo, she should be a role model. She should be a woman. Like, she, like, cause now she's in a line. Like, um, did y'all, are y'all saying this to like fucking Little Pump and like fucking Little Uzi Vert and Young Thug and fucking Takeshi, whatever, you know, it was. Takeshi. Like, whoever the fuck. Are y'all saying that to them? Whatever his fucking name is. 69, 69, 59, whatever the fuck. 411, because that nigga. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got to hold him to a sentence. That's fucking sexy. Like, I'm not about to deal with y'all. So, yeah, that was bothering me. Okay. (laughs) 
So, um, besides Isaiah Banks and Cardi B, we had the Met Gala that happened um, this past week. They got a lot of criticism because of their theme and the execution, a lot of times brilliant execution of the outfits um, in, rela- in relation to that theme. And what is the, the actual title? I, was, I just thought the theme was the Catholic Church, but uh, Casey said it was something more sophisticated. Um, shit, I probably like remember. The, it was, it was Heavenly Im- Bodies. And oh shit! Let me like in the mind. imagery of the Catholic Church or something like that. It was. It wasn't something. It wasn't that specific to Catholic Church. It was something like um, the influence of the Catholic imagery or some shit like that. Yeah. So a lot of people, especially people people of the Catholic faith, were up in arms about you know apparently people not of the Catholic faith making a mockery of their you know what they believe in. But I mean, in, in reality, Met Gala is a fucking uh, masquerade ball. It's just an upscale masquerade ball and you have themes and people wear outfits like you know and people killed it like you know I yeah. know uh, um, what's the name uh, oh. I was about to call him uh, Takala uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about Chadwick uh, Chaz, Chadwick Bowman Bozeman? yeah Chadwick Bozeman like his shit was dope as hell um, I don't know who the dude was that looked like Jesus I forgot was that Jared Leto oh, I didn't like, like Jesus um, I forgot who it was I had to look it up but um, yeah um, even um, the Problematic, um, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. He looked um, good. Issa Rae looked like oh, a whole he was snack. there. Yeah, he was there with his uh, Illuminati eye on the back of his. Uh, oh, you know, I heard about that. Oh, the actual theme was Heavenly Bodies, Fashion, and the Catholic Imagination. Okay, so I mean, you know, Rihanna came with the with the Pope hat and shit like that. You know, people gave her a lot of flack for that. I mean, it's a costume party. Like, just let let it be. Look at the pictures and you know choose which outfit you like the best and go from there like it's, it's not that it's not that people deep. put it too much honestly it's just this honestly this generation is exhausting like i said i'm going to reference it one more time if you listen to this it's not too late go listen to the last week's episode about free thinking you will understand what the fuck i'm saying about minding your own black ass business y'all care too much about what the fuck people are doing and what the fuck celebrities say and just like everybody just minding fucking business like we're all human at the end of the, i guess that kind of actually in a minute i'll be referring y'all back to this week's episode because we're all fucking human at the end of the day and you cannot you know put anybody on a pedestal or expect have higher expectations for other people than you have for yourself we are all flawed in nature and just keep it fucking moving like it's a fucking it's a it's a fucking dress up party i don't understand like people will be mad at fucking catholic church but y'all go and wear blackface for fucking halloween well yeah that's true like, oh i want to be michael jackson like well you could have been right. white michael jackson motherfucker you didn't have to be black Stupid you didn't have shit. to be thriller michael i want to be a thug and put on some fucking foil in your teeth and a gold fake gold chain like, like that's they, the they have shit they doing. have grills that you can buy at spencer's my nigga you don't have to be like that ratchet okay they have grills that you can buy um yeah i i guess we can we can speak on donald glover let's um it's honestly less about him and more about the conversation that started after for me. But I'll let you. Um, I'm gonna let you finish. I mean, I I didn't have an issue with it. Like I actually didn't know it was an issue. Uh, Casey was like, "Yeah, uh, so what's going on with Donald Glover?" I'm like, uh, "I don't know. Like I have no idea." So I did a little research, and you know, people were posting um, this article. Uh, and see, this is the thing. 
where it's people not being able, like we said, people not being able to separate the artist from the actual art. Like, this is a multi-talented man. He's a comedian. He's an actor. He's a producer. He's a singer. He's a rapper. Like, all those things going together, like, you're going to have different areas of what he does that you don't agree with because he does so much. So, yeah, I remember Donald Glover, the comedian. That was my first exposure to him. I thought he was fucking hilarious because I have a morbid sense of humor. A very morbid sense of humor. So. Oh, this is going to be long. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. No, because it's... it's it's a it's a rounded conversation because I for, actually forgot about this part of the conversation that me and Hendrix had. I, I forgot mean, about us energetic. talking about this. You can interject. I'm just saying he's a fucking comedian. He's no, no, I don't. No, this I this I agree with. Okay, so what happened was I um not to interrupt you, no, but what happened was I had a I was reading something. It was after this America, this is America, whatever the video and the song dropped, and um. Somebody on, I know everybody was, you know, hype about it. Like, you know, black, you know, black, you know, whatever, supporting black culture and all of the good stuff. It's a great, you know, for the culture. And it's this great video and the imagery. It means so many things. It's so, you know, dope. And I respect that on every level. Um, and then um, I had read something on uh, Twitter. And, you know, it's like, uh, Donald Glover is the most problematic fave I ever faved. And so I'm like, damn. And I, so I read the thread after. And I'm like, well, why the fuck is Donald Glover problematic? I didn't know, right? And so. <laughs> So I proceeded to Google it. You know, I'm a Google queen. You know, you got me fucked up. So I literally typed in Google, Donald Glover is problematic. And articles came up. <laughs> and um, this one to my guess, his comedy. You know, I guess he said some things about black women and um, his love of, like, women of other races and um, some other stuff. Like, I guess he said, said some stuff about, like, gay people or retarded people or, like, yeah. other stuff or whatever. And um, as far as the comedy, I'm completely okay. Like, well, I know me and here's about I was like you know I really don't like he's a comedian you know like I feel like if we held everybody accountable for little stuff that they say we would be offended by everything you know what I'm saying we would everybody would be problematic especially a comedian humans it's not even and not, it, like you like take that out of the equation humans in general like you know how many people I don't know what's going on in this generation but when we was younger we was like you retarded we, I was probably in high school before that got to the point where it was socially unacceptable to say that you was like y'all retarded like it was a regular ass thing you didn't mean any harm or malice behind it you just said it because it was so fucking regular nigga you know we used to walk around and call people L, L fucking D you know what I'm saying like <laughs> literally you know what I'm saying like you literally walk around talking, calling people fucking learning disability like do you understand how problem like kids in general are fucking problematic? We people in general are problematic. We just start saying, "Oh, that's gay, that's gay," because now we're getting to the point where, first of all, people are sensitive, and second of all, we're gaining new respect for the LGBTQ community. So it's just like we're learning things that not some people like. You know how common like, it's 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 taboo now, right. but the fucking f word was thrown around all the fucking time when I was yeah, a kid. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like now it's like all the time like you will have to call. Every Every fucking child that grew up in the 90s a fucking problematic person because literally that was the culture in which we grew up in. I'm not saying it's okay, but if that's the case and that's what we're labeling problematic, then everybody is fucking problematic. Probably the people that's calling him problematic is problematic because they didn't probably say some fucked up shit. I know I have. I definitely know I used to say, oh, that's fucking retarded when I was younger. I knew I did. I know I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you retarded. You're retarded ass. You know what I'm saying? I have shit that shit will pop up my fucking Facebook memories. Like, I have like fucking, like fucking, um, 
captions on pictures right. like sitting here being on some slow shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we that's how we used to talk until we got to this sensitive age where it's like you can't say that or that's problematic. Or that's like and we decided that, you know, we got to a point in the world and the culture and the feeling of everything where it's like, you know what, that's wrong to say. Absolutely, because me even now to this day, if um the black eyed peas let's get it started goes on comes on, like just randomly. I can be it could be on the radio or on um, one of my playlists. I will stop, go to YouTube, and listen to Let's Get Retarded because I, that's, you know what I'm saying? That was the song. That was the original song. And it means more to me than actually the alteration because they got so much backlash. And that was what, 10, 15, maybe even, yeah, it's about 10, 10 years ago. So, yeah, I mean, words have different meaning depending on. Who's saying them, how they're saying them, or why they're saying them. Like, it, it, it depends on your level of sensitivity. And it seems like nowadays a lot of people are way too sensitive about shit. Like, in the grand scheme of things, what did this this man saying, uh, what he said six, seven years ago, what does that have to do with right now? Like, oh, yeah, he's, no, don't get it confused. He, he's not really woke because he said this way back then. And, you know what I'm saying, in his life now, like, yeah, he said these things about black women, but right now, you know, he, he's showing it because he's with a white woman and they had a baby, they procreated. So, you know, you know, his that was his true feelings. I'm not going down that road with you. You're not going down that road? Because I'm already, I'm about to go down it, but I'm not going down that path. You're going down because you want some bullshit. I'm just, so that that offended you, his his comments about black women. and I didn't hear him. To be, I know he said he don't date black women. I know he used that millennial nerd cop out of, oh, black women didn't want me because I was awkward and da, 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 da. Um, that's the conversation I was talking about okay. I wasn't talking about that's why I said it's less about Donald Glover and more about People the conversation that started yeah. because of it so he released that song the video and then everybody found out that he was married to a white woman or whatever right that's where it started so it was just like okay i will go on record again by saying date whoever the fuck you want to date i do not give a flying fuck if you choose to not like black women that's cool fuck you you know what i'm saying like but at the end of the day i will you know i have the right to say yeah don't don't i have the right to say something about it like if you don't, if you end up, if you are one of people that's like, you know, I'm open to dating whoever, love is love, blah, 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 that's cool because that's fine. You know, it's no discrimination and no, no downplaying in that. But if you are one of those people that's like, I date white women because, insert slurs yeah, and yeah, slander yeah, yeah, against yeah. African-American women or women of color, then we have an issue. That, yeah. is it, that is when I have an issue because we didn't fuck you. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit with us in the first place. We didn't want you. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. You de- you never downgrade, you know. But that's what it always happens. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I don't have a problem with it, but it's just that in that regard now the issue is the conversation that started after that because you know black women said that like oh da, 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 and then black men <laughs> decided to say well you y'all don't like us anyway y'all like thugs and drug dealers and murders and killers and da, 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 da. that is so fucking ignorant first of all i've never really understood that niggas it's not like oh women like thugs well, let y'all me- know how many actual fucking thugs it is well let me actually say this y'all 
ain't nobody. No niggas ain't killed no motherfucking body. <laughs> Let me actually say this. The thing that I I correlate that to is or so shit fucking corner boy. The the way I associate that is men and women sometimes enjoy edgier forms of the opposite sex. So a guy might like we do. We lust over strippers and porn but that, stars and, like, and shit so, like that. So yeah. And because you interrupted me, I'm gonna take back hold of what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> that is the point I was making. Yes, these niggas are so quick to be like. Man, I'm already exhausted. <laughs> Niggas is so quick to be like, oh, you know, well, you know, women don't like the black, like the way that Donald Glover is as far as being the like, he's essentially the token black guy in every TV show, film, video, movie, right? He like hang around white people, whatever, not very, you know, urban, whatever the case may be, kind of like corny and like, you know, whatever, nerdy or whatever. And so he could say that under her, like, oh, you know, well, black women aren't attracted to me. First of all, statements like that only hurt us, right? Because it's a blanket statement. And you're not supposed to make blanket statements. And it's false. And I say that about everything because black people in general love to make blanket statements about shit, but hate having blanket statements made about us. Um, no, I'm not going down that road. I'm you. just saying. I'm just motherfucking saying. Let somebody say, oh, black people are ghetto and four, and they'll be mad as fuck. But y'all supposed to be like, well, black women don't like black nerds like men that aren't cool don't sell drugs oh what is that a blanket statement wow so but you know never mind niggas do that in general but anyway so that's one thing that's just the most ignorant shit ever to me because first of all i've read several thing pieces about this i don't really care what the fuck they said i'm gonna speak my own personal fucking piece you can be whoever the fuck you want to be like is it like if you are a nerd right first of all y'all know what the fuck nerd means i read an article about that and i respected the fuck what the article had to say niggas who are slightly different man male and female have hijacked the idea of what it actually means to be a nerd a nigga will sit there and watch wrestling or watch an anime or you know what i'm saying or play a video game and call himself a fucking nerd right. nigga you ain't no motherfucking nerd <laughs> you a nigga who like video games <laughs> anime wrestling and that's and, and that's what it is i feel so attacked right now i'm just saying it don't make you a nerd like that's a whole state of being you know what i'm saying like a nerd being a nerd is an experience it was never a compliment you know what i'm saying it was never like nobody wanted to be a fucking nerd yeah. you know what i'm saying nobody wanted to be you know teased and bullied that's really what it means to be a nerd like you niggas who sit there and say you were a nerd you were the niggas that was bullying nerd but y'all so quick to hijack something like that cause now it's cool it wasn't cool back then no, it wasn't. I was a motherfucking nerd I was quiet I was socially awkward I got harassed I cried every day cause I didn't want to go to fucking school <laughs> I was a motherfucking nerd cause I didn't want people to harass me and tease me right cause you and you know, push me you talk white and, and make like fun that. of me yeah. I was chubby I was dark skin before it was okay to have melanin you know what i'm saying like i was literally a fucking like i was quiet i did not talk i was passive aggressive so i let people bully me i didn't say anything i was socially awkward yeah. you know what i'm saying people would literally like like literally make me a laughing stock amongst multiple people in a room like i it's, i have stories when a guy was like uh, this one like really cute popular guy i was walking out the door we was like switching classes we was, and I was walking out there, I was trying to walk out the door. He blocked the door. He was like, Kenise, I like you. And I'm sitting there like, what? Pushing up my glasses and shit. <laughs> <laughs> my books in my hand. What? 
And then he's like, psych. Everybody in the class bust out laughing at me, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was literally, like, fucking teased. I'm talking about Steve Urkel brand nerd, the butt of the joke ass nerd. Like, that's what the fuck it means to be a motherfucking nerd. Not, oh, I like video games. Nigga, no, you a nigga who like video games. Yeah, I always thought I was on the the nerd, the nerd spectrum. Until... Nigga, Mr. Perfect ass nigga, no, you were not. Wait, wait, can I? You can... were a regular ass mother. No, I'm not can about I... to let you hijack no, the movement like I'm the not. regular ass I'm niggas. I'm saying, I, I thought I was in the nerd spectrum until I actually got older and started experiencing like actual real life nerds, like adult nerds. Like, you're not a nerd if you're cool now. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might have been through all that shit in middle school and high school and shit like that, but in your adult life if that shit is not still happening you're not a fucking nerd like nerd no, is forever yeah, like no well I'm, i might not be a nerd i might have grew out of it i'm one of them like i don't know if y'all used to watch jenny jones in the 90s <laughs> you know when they were like come back and they were like how you had a bully and shit like i grew up you teased me i'm that nerd yeah that's but that's what but I'm it's saying. like but my whole like but that's the thing like they didn't know nor did i know that i would grow up and be you know attractive nigga because at that point i wasn't and I was, and I didn't have no personality. I didn't have no voice. I was insecure. I was quiet. All I did was, nigga, do work, nigga. Yeah, but like a real life nerd is a guy. Let's say, for instance, a guy who's like thirty five that still lives in his parents' basement, who has a fucking degree in engineering, that spends his free time fucking making robots and shit like that in the basement and shit. That's a fucking nerd, okay? We are not nerds, okay? Everybody, everybody listening to me now, the majority of you niggas are not nerds. You might have been a nerd you might have had nerd like tendencies but you are not a nerd if you but, are not a nerd i mean that's the point i was making is that yeah like but even still y'all like y'all niggas was never nerds like, that's the point i'm making i'm not saying like because i don't even hijack the movement like yes i like i won't say i'm a nerd anymore i'll say i'm socially awkward now right. obviously haha shameless plug but like i won't um i don't say like oh i'm a nerd because i'm not now you know what i'm saying like i found my voice right. you know what i'm saying like i found my personality i am comfortable with my Myself. I kind of, I grew out of it. You know what I'm saying? I grew out of a lot of my 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 problems that I had. Do I still like learning shit? And am I still like an intellectual? And I like conversations and shit. Hell, the fuck yes. But a lot of the awkwardness and developmental issues that goes into actually being a fucking nerd, I don't have anymore. All right. I mean, I think that's so. The main that's thing. really what it comes down to. So at the at the core, let me start with that. Y'all niggas not fucking nerds. Which y'all are? Maybe a little socially inept. Maybe you know y'all like stuff that's different because that's the thing. I hate that stereotype. All black people aren't cool. Honestly, that is the premise in which this show was founded upon. <laughs> Literally. Like, all, everyone, every every black male that's cool isn't selling drugs or bouncing a fucking basketball or, you know, a pretty boy heartthrob with, like, you know, whatever, this great swag and this wonderful charm. We're all not tall, dark, and handsome. All the women aren't big bootied and, you know, I don't even know, and sexy and... And, you know, and hip and cool and all of that shit. We are multifaceted like any other group of fucking people. And that's fucking fine. So just like it's men like, oh, well, you know, women don't like being like me because I like anime. I know just as many females that sit there and play video games and probably will whoop your ass in video games that know more about fucking anime, that sit there and know more about wrestling, 
Gang and Dragon Ball Z and more about all of that shit than you do. But you don't want women like that. So really, what we need to talk about is how y'all will try to date outside of y'all own personal fucking standards and then blame black women as a whole. Talking about some, oh, black women don't like me. If you're trying to talk to the fucking cash dolls and strippers and Instagram models of the world and you in your free time beat off to anime porn, maybe you need to reconsider your life because that's not your lane, baby. That's not your motherfucking lane. How about you worry about people who have stuff in common with you and (laughs) and you can't go for the captain of the cheerleading team if you the stoner and and in the fucking bleachers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the difference, nigga. Listen to Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne or some shit. I don't know. That's the crazy part is because I know as a black man who exhibited nerd-like tendencies still to this day, I have nerd-like tendencies, but I don't consider myself a nerd. And I've never been put in that position to be a nerd. I I was the skinny guy with glasses that wore clothes that were either tight or too big. You know what I'm saying? I went through a little bit of bullying because, you know, I was little. People thought they could fuck with me. But, yeah, as far as we went with women, like, I always was considered attractive, I guess, because I, did, I never had an issue. Right. You know what I'm saying? I never had an issue, even with the glasses and being That's weird what I'm saying. and Like, y'all want to blame on everybody. Have y'all ever thought about it? Look, he's admitting it right now. And this nigga's weird, and women still wanted him. So maybe y'all need to acknowledge the fact that maybe y'all just fucking crusty. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all sitting here with a fucking, I don't even know, not do, not showering, not washing your fucking face and talking about it's because I'm a nerd. It's because I like anime and video games. They, all of that is bullshit. Bull. Because <laughs> like I say, I, sm- I have a reputation for smelling good. And my my excuse is always like, well, I'm short and I don't have facial hair. So I got to have something. I got to provide something that's attractive to a female. So cologne is it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have to find your own lane as somebody who's different. And like Casey said, you might not be able to get the cheerleader, like, you know, but get you a like-minded person. You know, somebody that you can vibe with. You you and the cheerleader might not get along besides the fact that you like her aesthetically. That's it. Like, you lust over her. You don't actually like her. You lust over her. Exactly. So it's like, why y'all making blanket statements because the fucking making goods of the world don't want you? It's really just because you're crusty. Like, nobody is out here like, you know, I really don't want them nerd-ass niggas. Like, says nobody ever. Like, because that's the thing. If that was the case... Mm-mm, Black mm-mm. men mm-mm. in general mm-mm. are big ass babies because y'all literally like one fucked up thing will happen and they're like oh I hate black women and black women are like this and black excluding their mothers sisters aunties grandmas and all the reasons that they're in this world but they were like oh I don't like black women I was teased when I was younger um, because I had tight clothes and black women didn't want to pay me the time of day do y'all understand if black women had that same ideology about black men then we would probably be extinct as a fucking culture because the way to y'all treat black women if we held those same standards to you know fucking dismiss y'all and eliminate y'all because of some dumb ass shit that happened years ago that we would not be fucking with y'all at all because y'all are all fucking trash because if I literally how I was treated as a child as a teenager uh, all of that stuff I told the story several times about when me dating people and their friends would be like you can't date her you can't be seen with her dog like oh you will never you know you'll never you'll never work again in this town nigga like that's how motherfuckers treated me and if I had that same idea if I 
carried that shit with me about black men. I would never, I wouldn't even look at niggas. If I, if I was literally on carrying the same sentiment and justification for not dating or choosing not to date black men that black men carry for not dating black women, then all, we would all be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas, y'all ain't, y'all ain't great. Like, <laughs> y'all ain't out here treating women like fucking queens. Like, let's be real. Like, y'all will take one bad experience and that, that, that's why I said, and I posted, I think I posted a video like this on Facebook. It was going around. I think Hendrix sent it to me about how the way black men treat black women is very similar to how white people treat black people. Now, be mad. I don't give a fuck. But the point of the matter is that it's a fact because in so many ways, how y'all kind of downplay our issues when we address them, it's the same way white people do. How y'all claim that it's in our head, it's the same way that white people do. It's just like this circular reason, reasoning that y'all don't understand. Oh my God. Let's a black woman say some shit like that and it's just like, that's not true. We don't do that. I literally had a whole conversation with one of my guy friends. He's just like, black women, they just are. Oh, they date outside. They date outside. They raise way more than black men. Nigga, you dumb or stupid? That's the most ignorant ass shit. Statistically, I'm, I'm running the statistic by y'all one more time. Nobody wants black women. Our men don't want us. And most other races of men date their own women. I repeat, except for black men. I repeat, most race <laughs> races of men date their own women. I said black men. Y'all are the ones that go out and fetishize and idolize or whatever women of other races. That's what y'all do. Most other <laughs> cultures date and marry their women. And I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest because I'm about facts. So statistically, yes, black men in most cases do end up with black women. But as far as like marrying outside of their race, their numbers are higher. So I'm just going to let that out there. I get you. I guess you. I'm, did you get it? You got it all out. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just. It's just that conversation, that blurred conversation that the niggas try to have about how black women don't date, and it's like that shit is false. Like shut the fuck up. First of all, you're not a nerd. Second of all, you're crusty. And second of all, you're trying to date women that don't want you. If you are trying to say, oh, she don't like me because I am a nerd, but all you ever see her with is drug dealers, nigga. Maybe it's because you broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be a multiple other reasons besides the fact that you like to watch anime. Like come on, man. Like come on, nigga. Like you, you wilding. Yeah, I mean, I get that because I get that a lot with. Um, females as far as like you know I, I don't have a preference uh, based on skin tone or whatever but I have always been more attracted to darker skin you know brown and dark skin women like I'm not that you know I've never been that attracted to lighter skin women you know that's a personal preference but I don't discriminate I've dated light skin women so you know what I'm saying it's not like they completely off the shelf but you know a lot of women like oh you you know she bad like oh, she alright you know what I'm saying so oh well you don't you know you don't date like skin women play like, well, why you say that it's like, oh well all i ever seen you with was dark skin women I'm like well that's what i prefer more like that's not to say that i don't like light-skinned women it's just i run into more brown and dark-skinned women than anything because that's what i you know am attracted to like it's, it's simple yeah. it's simple y'all niggas crusty moving on <laughs> so that is it for the sick sad world um also guys if you have any um recommendations so if a story happens during the week and you want to hear us talk about it let us know we will talk about it because right. you know we need ideas all the time so we appreciate it oh yeah yeah anything that you want to talk about we'll discuss you already know that and if you have any questions comments or concerns you can address them by emailing us at ask 2 podcast at gmail.com that's the number two send any questions comments or concerns to that email also we still have a few t-shirts left so you could also email us your t-shirt inquiries or message us on any of our social media platforms yes now it is time for my favorite segment of the week 
Minor millennial. millennial. Segment where me and Casey ask each other one question that has been on our minds all week. So do you have a question or shall I go? You can go. Alright, so this has been this has literally been on my mind all week. I don't know if it was a Twitter discussion or what. I just kind of ran into the shit and it got me to wondering because I had never actually thought about this shit ever in life. Okay. So is a hot dog a sandwich? What the fuck? Because if you think because if you think about it, the basis of a sandwich sandwich and what a hot dog is wouldn't you consider that a sandwich would you consider a hot dog a sandwich a piece of meat in between theoretically two pieces of bread no you wouldn't no because i don't have no cheese on it <laughs> Cheese don't make it a sandwich, fool. And do it to me, nigga. If you give me a sandwich without no cheese, you'll figure it out quick. Okay, so a coney is a coney a sandwich. Nope. <laughs> it has to be two pieces of bread. I mean, but if you turn it sideways, it's, it's still right. They still connected. It could be a pita. Pita pocket is a sandwich, right? No, it's a pita pocket. <laughs> I hate you. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> really. Wouldn't a pita be considered a sandwich? No. Why? Why not? A shawarma wouldn't be considered a sandwich? It's a shawarma. Like, it has its own name. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, as far as, like, classes, the classes of certain things, wouldn't that be in the sandwich family? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It ain't. It's not. It's not. Nothing. Nothing. That's enough for you. That's it. I don't know how I got into that little rabbit hole or whatever, but yeah, it's a lot of shit that's out here that's considered sandwiches that we do not consider sandwiches at all. Hey, it's crazy. Shout out to Twitter um, late at night for providing me with pointless information. I appreciate it. Your turn. Man, you know, I really don't have nothing. I didn't think about this shit at all. Okay. But I'm going to make up something. It's moving right No, I'm making up something. Make it snappy. Shut the hell up. I'm not about to deal with your kind of. Let's go. Okay. Fuck you. (laughs) How about that? I hate you. Damn. Okay. Fuck, I'm just going to flip. All right. Here we go. What was your best experience with drugs or alcohol? What was your worst? (laughs) Oh, best experience with drugs and alcohol. Or alcohol. What was the worst? I'll go with worse. Worse, um, Vegas. I went to Vegas for, I believe, my 24th? Mm-hmm. Either 24th or 25th birthday. And, um, I just, you know, I, it was my first time in Vegas and I was enjoying myself and I didn't understand the concept because the thing about Vegas is it fucks with everything. Like you're three hours behind, you know what I'm saying? Time wise. It's hot as fuck. Like all the time, just, just straight hot as fuck all the time. And it's alcohol everywhere and nothing ever closes. Mm-hmm. So you just have no choice but to indulge. And then if you're in the casinos and shit, they pump oxygen in there to get you even more riled up. So you do stupid shit because you, they know that's going to end up with you spending more money so i drank and drank and drank and drank you know all day it's an all day thing i think we left the hotel room at like two o'clock and we came back like i think it was like nine or something like that came back and changed clothes for the later festivities all day drinking though keep in mind we're just drinking um we found a one dollar margarita spot i think it's like the flamingo or something like that no it, it might be the riviera i'm not sure they sell dollar margaritas and shit so you know they trying to kill niggas yeah we, we used to buy them 20 at a time and they would bring them to like your table or whatever they're like yeah here you go so after two of those you know we went to the club we went to coyote ugly and 
it's the thing about mixing alcohol like it's it's not good at all so i'm doing the tequila whatever and i end up doing more tequila and more tequila and a guy offered you know a friendly guy offered to buy us drinks or shots so he ordered and i had never heard of this shit ever in my life he ordered a triple shot of southern comfort after a day of tequila straight tequila all day he ordered a triple shot of southern comfort and I don't remember very much after that. I remember being on the bus, uh, sleep. We went around like twice. We didn't hit the hotel going back from like, you know, the end of the strip. We went all the way down to like old Vegas and then looped back around and ended up back at, <laughs> ended up back at uh, our hotel room and shit. And it was a blur. I know I called Earl. Um, I know for a fact that happened. And it was just a bad experience. I blacked out on the bus a couple times, and I don't remember how I got to the room and none of that shit. Like, it was just bad. But it was my birthday, so fuck it. Um, best experience with alcohol, um, alcohol or drugs, I would believe it would be just the first time that I was theoretically grown enough to indulge in marijuana with my parents. Like, okay. that was, you know what I'm saying, just being at that level in your life where, you know, I had pretty cool parents, but, you know, it was kind of like, they would let me, like, drink, because they could monitor that. They would let me drink in front of them. You know, if they had something, they would let me drink in front of them, but they were able to monitor, like, all right, yeah, nah, nigga, you good. But <clears throat> to actually sit down and smoke with your parents, you know what I'm saying, that's that's a, that was probably my, my best experience so far. It's just the camaraderie that came along with it. <laughs> Do you have any? Yeah, can you, you can answer your own question, What's your best and worst? Um, my best experience. Hmm. Best experience. I had a lot of good drinking experiences, honestly. Yeah. But I would say my best experience. Um, I wasn't even smoking or drinking, but it was just with drug paraphernalia. I guess is that like teaching my parents about like like uh, I was like my mom was sick or whatever, and like her pain pills wasn't working. And my dad was like, "You got some weed?" And I did. I yeah, I just went out was smoking. It's like college sophomore junior year, and um, so I was like teaching them what, like a grinder was, and like right. I had like a paper like a a joint roller and stuff, and just teaching them about all that shit. Like it was just like a good point of camaraderie. It was just like I mean, my parents were pretty cool. Too. And it was just like teaching them and showing them everything. And like my dad really went on eventually to buy a grinder and shit. I thought that was funny. It was funny. <laughs> it was just like, oh wow, you know that? Because back in the day, they was doing all that shit by hand. We had all kind of tools and shit to be like, nigga, Bro. we had joint split. I mean, you know, like Swirlo splitters and all yes. that stuff. We had like a whole setup. And I was like telling him, I was like, oh, here you go. I brought him the whole kit. Right. Like, what is this? Right. What is this? You know what I'm saying? Tell him everything. So that was just a good point of karate. It was like, yeah, you know, you know, kind of admitting, like, yes, I do the, I do drugs, Eddie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it was one of those moments. Um, where First, I would say I was probably like 13. Uh, my brothers got me drunk <laughs> and um, like drunk as hell. Um, this is the point. Like, I was so young that alcohol wasn't nasty to me yet. And so my brothers thought it was funny. I feel like I told this story before. I thought it was funny to um, just let me drink like in front. Like it was like their friends was around and it was like kind of like, watch, like look at her go. <laughs> and I was like taking just countless shots of 1800. And my brothers got me so fucked up that they didn't want to tell. It's, this is actually a fucked up story actually. Because I was like, I know I've talked about it. If, you, if you've been walking with us for a long time, Y'all heard everyday struggle. And so I was like, you know, I was a little kind of suicidal when I was younger. And so I used to pop pills sometimes and 
cut sometimes and so like they had got me so fucked up instead of admitting that they got me drunk they told my parents they told my mama that I took something instead of admitting that they got me drunk and I was like blackout drunk so I don't remember a fucking thing like only thing <laughs> my only recount is my best friend telling me what happened and so um yeah it was like <laughs> that was my word I was, I was like in the shower it was like rinsing me off I was like throwing <laughs> up everywhere like I don't this is from all like all from my best friend telling me the stuff that happened my mom was like sprinkling me with holy water and shit like because they did they thought i was like trying to kill myself because my brothers didn't want to admit that they got me drunk as fuck <laughs> so i would say that that was my worst yeah I drinking think, experience I think, I think that's pretty bad yeah pretty bad. Pretty, pretty fucking bad so yeah there there we, there you have it all right all right guys so that was a wrap it up for my millennial and that's gonna lead us straight into you know our favorite fucking segment so you know as always let's argue now, keep in mind, we are professional trolls. I'm just, you know, I'm just put that disclaimer out there. You know, just professional trolls. I don't know about him. I'm not. Maybe he is. But anyway, so this week we're going to talk about <laughs> happy fucking Mother's Day and any other day that there may be. So this week we are going to discuss the correlation between the relationship we have with our parents and how that affects our expectations and how we deal with the opposite sex. Basically, we're talking about mama's boys and daddy's girls. Yeah, I mean, it, the conversation that we being realistic steered from mama's boys specifically but to be fair we opened it up um this is actually a conversation this topic steered like most of ours do from real fucking life i was having a conversation with my best friend courtney about um you know men and like you know how they you know equate a lot of the relationships they have with women and like they're like oh my mama said this or she did this and all that stuff like that or she said women should be like this and so that gave me the idea of like you know in a lot of ways how we feel about our parents and the relationship we have with them that affects how we deal with you know the opposite sex that it affects our you know our ideologies and opinions and dealings with women men you know whatever and so we're just gonna dive into that a little bit so what are you what are your thoughts how do you do you have any experience with this or what are your thoughts on the subject now contrary to popular belief i am not as much of a mama's boy as a lot of people would think i vehemently go against the majority of the things that my mother tells me just because i don't like being called a mama's boy now keep in mind um me and my mom we definitely have a good relationship we are you know very friendly my mom treats me like a fucking adult and not her child unless she needs to treat me like her child you know what i'm saying i don't know about your parents or whatever but yeah that's how my my parents rock with me and i don't know if that's the best thing to do with your kids but i digress um yeah i mean our relationship has gotten a lot stronger as i've gotten older but it was a time where we didn't speak like that like we didn't talk we didn't interact like on a regular basis or whatever like when I was out on my own it just wasn't like that like you know a lot of time life gets in the way but harking back to my my childhood my mom was like always a big supporter Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and I think I've carried that into dating especially with you know you should always be you know you should have that kind of relationship with your partner you should always be supportive whether or not that you feel feel like you know what I'm saying is a good decision like you know what I'm saying you might let's say my mate wanted you know like liposuction and 
a boob job or whatever like that like i don't i might not feel like she needs that but i would be understanding and encouraging because at the end of the day i don't have to live with that you know what i'm saying i don't have to live with her feeling i don't know what she feels i don't know how she feels so yeah you're supposed to encourage you know what i'm saying that that kind of parent thing where your parents are your biggest fans and shit like that should translate to your relationships you shouldn't be with somebody who's constantly discouraging you and downplaying like your your um accomplishments and everything like you should be with somebody who specifically wants to see you win i mean i think that's one of the biggest things that i got from my mom also just you know the care like it's nothing as cliche as it sounds there's nothing like a mother's love so you know what i'm saying i i didn't i didn't grow up hating black women i don't hate black women now like i've never you know what i'm saying like me and my mom has i've always treated my mom like a queen because that is you know what i'm saying that's kind of what i saw growing well kind of sort of you know my dad had his moments where he felt like you know my mom was the best shit in the world and then you know he had the moments where he felt like she was the bottom of the barrel like the worst person in the world vice versa too but you know i think a lot of times in relationships you you kind of get you kind of get that blueprint from the love that your parents had you know both male and female and you know that the thing i don't get about a lot of black guys is how you know i think we talked about this before we went on like how can you despise what essentially created you Mm-hmm. Or is it just that your, you know, your grandmother, your mother, your sister, your auntie, like if it's yours, it's straight. But if it's not, then you know what I'm saying you got an issue with. It. Like I never got that. I never got that. Like I love all black women equally. Like I might not even know you, but yeah, okay, yeah, do your thing. Like I, I don't get that. But I wasn't raised to, you know, I wasn't brought up around men who talked about black women in a negative light. So that didn't rub around. You know, that didn't rub off on me. Mm-hmm. So I mean I I don't it's kind of crazy because I would <laughs> me personally I would never want to be with anybody remotely like my mother like if you're any 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 way shape or form like my mother yeah no I'm good on that because I always found that you know what I'm saying I always found that creepy like you can have some of the good habits that my mother had but I don't want you to be like this carbon copy as far as like the the way you carry yourself and shit like that no I want something different but, okay so do you think that it's certain things like okay well did your mother like tell you or like give you little tidbits of like oh women you know this is like something that women do or like anything like that like oh women are like this or women are like that like did she ever do like say stuff like that to you or did she not give you those generalizations to go off of no i think my parents were basically more so on experience like they wanted me to actually live and make mistakes in order you know because somebody can tell you something's gonna happen and you're gonna do it anyway Mm -hmm. and then you know what i'm saying that's especially now you know later on in life a lot of your parents like words and wisdoms and shit that you ignore when you were younger because you was doing what the fuck you wanted to do a lot of times you harken back on that as you get older because it made sense you know what i'm saying it might not have played to that this certain situation you were in at that time but as time went on you understood that like i understand a lot more about the way my father was when i was growing up as i've grown up and become a man myself like you know as as a kid you don't understand why your parents do certain shit or whatever 
whatever. But as you get older, it's like, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. Like, you know, why this motherfucker act like this? And I was like, oh, I'm that motherfucker. Oh, okay, cool. Like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Like, I, I, I understand a lot of things that I was told as a kid now. Because you can't, you can't really tell kids. You can't give certain people knowledge until they're ready to actually accept knowledge. I think that's one of the mistakes a lot of parents make. And that's why a lot of our situations as adults are messed up is because you can't, if you don't want to know or you don't want to understand or you don't want to see, you're not. Like you actually have to go through that on your own. But you can always hearken back to the foundations that your parents left for you to do that. See, I don't know. I, I guess that's not necessarily what I meant. I don't know. Like, I, and, I, and I don't think that all parents do it because my parents really didn't. Like, I don't think, like, all of my ideologies and opinions, I got a good, happy medium of experiences in terms of, like, the opposite sex. Right. And women, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was certain aspects of my mother that I got, but I'm definitely way more like my dad. Right. And so it's just like, um,. I understood both of them on different levels, but it wasn't until recently where I got to the point where I took them off a pedestal. I would say that my parents did a lot of good and they did a lot of right because they did not generalize. And I guess it pro- I think a lot of that um, stems from the fact that, sorry, I don't know if this is going to sound offensive, whatever. I think a lot of that stems from the fact that my parents were actually married and together, that I didn't get a lot of the negative vibes that people got from their parents in terms of the opposite sex. And I know it makes dating hard for me in a lot of ways because a lot of men and that's why this conversation stems stemmed from a male perspective is because it's very often where I come across guys and they'll either have mothers or sisters and they're like oh you know like no my mama said you know bitches are like this I don't trust these hoes or you know it was me it was men in and out of my house or like you know I seen you know what I'm saying one of our close friends at work was like yeah you know my mama was tricking and doing this and doing that or you know I grew up a lot of like he's super sexual and like a like a fucking and a habitual cheater and he was like um you know my um like that i grew up around a lot of sex so i just always been like this it's like it's stuff like that like most of the time when people say like that it's never anything positive like right. and it's usually men and it's usually coming from like single mothers or like deadbeat daddies where it's just like oh you know or they said don't trust these bitches or females is hoes or like females are sneaky like all of this stuff that like people get they'll hear it because like their mother or like you know a figure of authority like their mother or their uncles or their daddies or their sisters said this about women and they'll take that and run with it and they'll put it in and in, in place it in their life as a fact and as law and it's kind of unfair like I kind of it's kind of one of them fucked up things to do to your children like yeah. I don't care what experience I have with men or women I can never imagine me even if I God forbid was in a position to be a single mother I would never out loud dog men to my daughter or you know or say fucked up thing about women to my son because like as my as their as their mother you take stuff that they say is law because you feel like they know better than you and then you're going to take that and apply that to your life instead of experiencing it on your own i met a guy actually the guy that i was dating a couple months ago he was like that like his he had never he has never been in a serious relationship in all his id like he don't even have any bad experience in his own life but all of his ideologies ideologies and feelings about women are negative and it's because oh my sister said this and my mama said 
don't trust women. Like, they ain't shit. They manipulative and they sneaky. And, and this nigga has never been in a serious relationship. And I have no... I can't help but correlate those two things. Yeah, they go together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's because he has all... Like, he, like how, do you, how do you have such a jaded ideology about women, but you've never even had a bad experience with women? You never even let women get close enough to you because all you have is this negative you know, idea in your head about how women are because of what they told you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As a grown-ass man, like, from when you were a child to 28 years old, you know what I'm saying... You're still harping on the ideology that, well, mom, you know what I'm saying? My mom and my, you know, my sisters, they said women are like this. And I seen my, you know, I seen my sisters do this to guys. And I seen my mama dog out niggas and move from one nigga to the next. And, you know, we women ain't loyal. But you've never actually experienced anybody doing you like that. But because you got those things taught to you and instilled in you at a young age, you can't move forward from that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thankful that both my parents were um, honest enough to explain the fact that they didn't really know shit. Like, they told me that from a very young age like yeah when you get to be an adult it's not like it's this fucking handbook like yeah you know it's no it's no eureka moment it's no moment where you're like you know what now i know everything you know what i'm saying it's not it's not this moment where you know you get your powers of fucking great great wisdom and guidance you know what i'm saying to instill in the future generations like that never happens you're still always growing and learning and developing and i feel like i i was i'm guilty of it in a lot of ways of like putting unnecessary pressures on my dad because to me when growing up he was so much of a superhero and so much of like perfect in my eyes that I didn't give I didn't grant him humanity right, right. and that's something that you can't do because it but that go, it goes hand in hand like the same way if your parents do all good and they finally you know fuck up and show the fact that they're human and that they make mistakes and that they're not perfect it will destroy you if you never granted them the, that, that, that right to be human and to be flawed the same right that you grant yourself on a very regular basis you have to give that to them too and it goes both ways it goes it's the same way with good stuff and it's the same way with bad stuff your parents can be wrong if your parents give you some fucked up information or say some fucked up shit to you they can be wrong too it's a lot of times like men will move throughout this universe like my mama said this or women are like this like because my mama said this or she was like this you need to open up to the fact that maybe your mother your sister your auntie might have been hoes (laughs) or they might have been trash ass people like for real your daddy might have been not shit you know what i'm saying he might have not been a good nigga you know what i'm saying like you have to understand that just because they said it don't make it a law like they're flawed and they're human like you at the end of the day they don't know any better or any worse than you only thing they can do is give or just tell you what they've learned from their own experiences they don't have no handbook so it's just like we put so much pressure and give them so much power to vindicate and validate what the fuck we do all right i'm glad you brought that up because last night i last night actually last night um i was watching the jay-z interview that he did with david letterman and whatever and david asked him a question about his father or whatever and he explained the story from a different viewpoint that i've ever heard him explain it and he said he came to know you know what i'm saying what his father's issue was it's like his father really didn't have an issue his father didn't want to you know abandon his family his father was just going through things you know his mother was you know gay. Yeah. you know always been gay you know what i'm saying so once they came to that realization and his father had i think his uncle 
his uncle passed away. His uncle got murdered. And the guy that murdered his uncle lived close to them. So he said every day his father would go out and just stalk the guy that killed his brother. And it eventually it just started fucking with his head. That's why he got, you know, and he had to cope with drugs and shit like that. He was like, but I had never seen that, that side of the story because my mother never told it because she was upset about the way things they were going, you know, the way things were going. So a lot of times you have to understand your parents don't tell you everything because as a child, you're not supposed to know everything. Like I, I see a lot of, especially a lot of like younger kids, like maybe like seven, eight, who like went out, you know, I hate to sound old, back in my day, I would get this shit slapped out of me for a lot of the shit that a lot of these young kids say because it's like they know everything. I remember, I, I mean, I don't. I don't want to say it. like when I was a kid, I was a fucking kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had no responsibilities. I had nothing like that. Like my parents, whether or not they were going through shit, whether or not we had money, you know, whatever the fuck was going on, we didn't know about it, it because, we, right? You know what I'm saying? You stay out of grown folks' fucking business. I, I still practice that today. Like don't come to me with no gossip. Like that's between them two grown ass people. Let them work that shit out. Like, I'm good. But you know. You know what I'm saying? I guess... It kind of like some people didn't, you know, some people did. I remember I got my ass whooped. I went down the street and um, I had told, uh, you know, my best friend's mom, like, she was, oh, okay, you, you know, I guess I came down there crying and shit or whatever like that. And uh, she was, oh, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, my mom and dad arguing, so I just came down here to chill with y'all, shit like that. So she went and told, you know, went and called my mama, asked her, everything was all right. And my mama already knew that I had took my ass down there and, you know, Ran my fucking mouth and shit And I got my ass beat when I got back home She literally dragged me down the street That shit was funny in hindsight um, But yeah I mean just a lot of More specifically with the the mama's boy type of people Like you Like Casey said you kind of have to put Take your parents off a pedestal Because they're not perfect Yeah. Even though they could be perfect in your eyes like, Right. They're not perfect Like you should That shouldn't be the absolute blueprint Of what you want And I think that's where a lot of guys run into issues Because you know especially from like a a single single mother household you know your mom tends to play the super you know the superwoman role so you feel like every woman that you meet should play the superwoman role and that's not how that goes like you know what i'm saying your your situation is different from your mom's you should you know oh my mom gotta cook and clean and she gotta go to work and she gotta fuck me good and shit like that like that ain't that's not a necessity my nigga like some of them is upgrades bro like you can't <laughs> like some of them don't come in the standard package some of those are actually upgrades and shit so i think that's where we run into a lot of trouble with is we feel like our parents are such an important part of our lives that we have to have some part of our parents and our mates and that's it's, not it's, it's, it's like a pressure though like it's like a there's a thing that's what i said like i didn't experience it like because like i, I don't know like i said I, maybe it's because my parents are married or whatever but i didn't get the bashing as much like i think my dad has expectations and i'm sure my mama would too if she was alive like expectations of me as far as who he would like me to date like but it's not in a, any way where it's like oh you know niggas ain't shit you know what i'm saying like he's one of those more people like i'll tell him something like if i was to tell my dad you know if i when i talk to him about like fidelity or something you know instead of he's not going dog you know what i'm saying he's not going dog a nigga or nothing like that he'll be more like you know well you know people are flawed and he, you know it's really up to you if you can see yourself getting past it or you know you know if y'all gonna work through this like he is more real 
realistic right. and and stuff like that. Like he's not the type of person that's going to attack anybody's character. And a lot of times people raise their children and they'll use their experiences and they'll shoot all those negative ideologies and imageries to their children and then they grow up believing that and they can't they can't get away from it. You know what I'm saying? They, they hold everybody to a standard. They see everything negatively. It's so many men that has negative ideology and views about women because of things their mama said or saw they saw their mama do or their sisters do or their aunties do in dealing with men or you know what I'm saying so they have you know negative ass ideologies like I know I can't remember which one of my friends but I know someone's like oh you know their mom like used to trick niggas like he's like oh he she would be dealing with good guys and just be like you know <laughs> cheating on them fuck you know hoeing them fucking them over you know had them cashing her out not really fucking with them like like being a trash ass person it's just like at the end of the day you don't have to feel like I feel like you have to I mean at the, at one point in time you have to be an adult and be able to be capable of deductive reasoning <laughs> but but you you know what I'm saying but at the, but you have to be able to separate like okay my mama like love her to death but she was a cunt bitch you know what I'm saying <laughs> and all women aren't like this like you can't hold a whole gender of people accountable for the mistakes of some right you know what I'm saying and that goes both ways so it's just one of those things that you know you see people do a lot i was like i feel like i got the i'm not i mean i have obviously i'm I'm flawed because we all are but i I got a lot of the best parts of my parents because even like my mother was sick so my situation a little different but she was a stay-at-home mom majority of my life um so it was a point where i knew that wasn't for me you know what i'm saying like even though that was the way i grew up i grew up my mother being home and my dad working i knew that i did not like that family that that family dynamic was not for me in my future i knew that i was going to be a career woman you know what i'm saying i knew that i was gonna be like this because i was more assertive and more uh, i had a more dominant personality like my father that i could not be in a predicament like that to be kept yeah yeah yeah. so it's like you learn like you have to move and navigate and learn but you like you're they're human everybody is flawed and they're they're making they're learning as they go just as much as we are and we have to remember that and i feel like a lot of times we don't we we put them on up this pedestal this unpenetrable pedestal and this bubble of like perfection that they cannot uphold and in 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 like it crashed down for me you know what i'm saying bro and i had to i have to de- i had to deal with that ideology of like that like because he didn't put himself up there my dad didn't put himself on that pedestal i did uh, i'm glad you brought that up because i was gonna bring that up i'm like we actually had a conversation about that where you asked me that question like okay like why like is that a detriment for me that i look at my dad as the not the standard but like that is you know it, he encompasses what i would want as a mate right i mean and to a certain extent he still does in a lot of ways but it's just like it's just like i didn't acknowledge like i said i was very old this is probably in the last six months six to twelve months of my life where i got to the point where i was able to see my dad as just a human being and not this superman person that i had built up in my mind like to we get we him his humanity and allow him to be flawed and allow him to move through this universe with the same amount of tries and mistakes that we all are allowed right. and that is the point I got to but when I allowed myself to accept that it allowed me to love him past his flaws and you have to get to that point and it, it, you but but we put so much pressure where we can't see so no you shouldn't take everything your parents tell you as law everything that they do is law you can't apply their characteristics across a entire gender of people so it's like they can't if you sit there and your 
parents tell you a whole bunch of fucked up shit, it's easy to apply that shit because you feel like they know better, they learn better. But they're just like they're going, they're they're doing it. They're trying, they're just trying to get through this thing like we are, and we have to acknowledge that. Yeah, because you know I've had conversations with my mom because I'm you know I'm older now. We can talk about like more serious kind of life stuff or whatever. So you know she's single. She's a single woman in her um fifties. So, you know, being that, because I know I'm being a single person in my fucking 20s, I can, you know, I know what kind of headache that is. So I can only imagine, you know, the extra baggage of fucking like 30 years added on top of that. Like, yeah, that got to be, you know, crazy. And, you know, I've seen her transition from, okay, I might need, you know, I might need to date somebody or I want to get remarried and I want to have, you know, a family again and shit like that to, okay, I'm happy. Like, long as I'm happy, it doesn't doesn't matter you know who i'm with or what we're doing as long as i'm happy in myself then everything's cool and that's you know saying that's encouraging for me because you know right now you know in in my frame with the, the time span that we're in a lot of us feel like we have to accomplish these goals that aren't really realistic for our lives like you know marriage and kids and having a career and shit like that like everybody reaches their goals in a different time span and our parents are still reaching those goals you know what I'm saying because you might reach the goal and have to go through the whole level again you know what I'm saying so it's just it's nice to have that that wisdom from your parents but you also have to take everything that they say with a grain of salt because you have your own individual situation that you have to live through like their life is not the blueprint for your life for sure yeah you definitely have to just get that separation and just kind of like move to this university on own i know sometimes it can be scary knowing that no one has like at that point you have to realize that nobody has all the answers and we all just kind of moving and learning and existing in this life and but it's better than that pressure because like i'm sure that affects a lot of people's relationships like i said that guy he literally was like had the most fucked up ideologies and it was like literally a conversation where i'm like who hurt you and he's like nobody but he was already fucked up you know what i'm saying so it's just like don't fuck your kids up like that you know what i'm saying think about that in the future if you have kids like if you, if you a single parent think about the stuff that you instill in your kids you know what i'm saying so it's just one of those things that you have to consider moving through this universe but that's gonna wrap it up for uh let's argue this week if you would like to engage with further discussion with us um you can do that on our social medias and also by emailing us at ask 2empodcast at gmail.com um, that is S two the number two am podcast at gmail.com yeah send any questions comments concerns or ideas or you know just if you want to chime in on this week's topic um and if you want to talk to us on social media that is the two am podcast on all social media platforms so hendrix who's grinding your gears this week um workplace um i don't know who who all works in like an office setting or whatever but i guess my job is very unique it's a limited amount of people who actually work for my job so we have all together about 10 people um we're already down two people at the moment so that's eight people and this week um my site manager and one of my supervisors decided today we're going to go on vacation at the same time so 
we are supremely shorthanded and you know because of my tenure at the job and what i know and shit like that that kind of like increases my workload and i don't i just don't understand how people just don't like remember like when you couldn't take the same day off that somebody else did like did y'all have that in school and shit like with too many people took the day off or some shit like that like you know what I'm saying? everybody got in trouble or something like that no oh you went to public school never mind um <laughs> He was a public school. Like, but my main thing is, like, scheduling in the workplace. Like, sometimes you, you know what I'm saying, you, you get the the bulk of the workload when other people are slacking. And I, that's just what I feel like right now. Like, I was already under pressure. Now I'm even under even more pressure going into this week. So pray for me. We'll see how this uh this week turn out. Um, I had something else, but I'm going to uh, listen to yours first to see if I can remember. Um, I got a case of the uh, KC's. What? Right now. I don't remember what my other one was. So um, I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> okay. Um. So mine. Okay. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, shit. So this week I am grinding my own gears. No, I'm not actually. It's men. Or I don't. I guess it's a bit of myself. I don't know what it is. So <laughs> I've been having this experience for quite some time, and I hope this doesn't sound or come off arrogant in any kind of way it because will. I'm. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, sorry. It will. I, I mean, I understand. But so, like, I've been having an experience with dating, and it's actually kind of hurtful or whatever. I guess I talked to Hendrix about it uh, actually while my day was going on and it was happening. But like, I have an issue. I don't know what it is about me or my character. I don't randomly uh, text uh, Hendrix, and I'm like. Um, do do I come off like a sexual person or something? And um What I You said yes, sultry. <laughs> and um I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. And so like I'm like, well, I'm trying to fix it, you know. I don't want this to be my life cuz I don't. Like I really I think as a woman, it, well, I don't know. Well, actually, I can't say this. Most of y'all don't care because y'all want to be sexy. I mean, Instagram will show you that. But I don't want niggas to come at me on bullshit. Like, I am more worried about, like, I would be more happy to hear a guy say, like, oh, you know, like, um, you're like, you look like wifey material. Or, you know, like, you look like somebody I want to come home to every day. Or, like, you like somebody I want to get to know. But for whatever reason, I always get hypersexualized by guys like even if like the first couple conversations we have it's like oh yeah like <laughs> it happened like three times in the past week where three different guys just randomly requested that i sit, sit on their faces and so um you brought the, you brought that upon yourself last week so no i didn't how <laughs> didn't we talk about that last week what talk about sitting on people's faces and shit like that last week I don't think. Oh no, we was talking about the DJ Khaled thing, but that didn't. That, that was this was completely. I guess it's somebody I haven't talked to in months. Somebody I've never hooked up with. Someone just weren't. Actually, none of these people have I ever did anything with. It was just off, literally out of nowhere. Like you know what? You know this is a good day. Great. You having how's work? Okay, sit on my face tomorrow. Like it was literally like that. And I'm like, what is like my life? Like I'm like okay. And honestly, I'm getting past that point in my life. Like not that I would ever oblige that. That sounds bad. I'm saying like I'm getting past that. Point where it's interesting or it's intriguing you know like because now i'm just like i'm more than my holes and like i'm more than a pussy i have like a mind and like thoughts and like ideas like and all of that stuff like that and so it's just kind of like it hurts like it sucks because it's just like i don't want to always be looked at like a piece of meat like i want somebody to be like oh you know i want to date you not like oh i really want to you know stick my tongue in your vagina and fuck you like I, that's not that's not fucking romantic 
that's not because none of that is long term, especially in this generation. You know, that's a, like the hookup culture is like, I don't, I'm not just somebody's fucking jump off. I don't want to be a hookup. I want to be a girlfriend, you know, a wife, a mother. And that goes into my second grandma gears is that like, I guess kind of like a fear as I get older. I'm aging. I'm another, not yet, but in August, my birthday, I'll be another year closer old ass, Nick. to 30. And Nick, you're older than me. Relax, Gramps. Um, Fuck you. So I'll be another year closer to 30. And I'm just kind of like, it's grinding my gears in two ways. Um, It's grinding my gears because I feel like, for one, the fear of the possibility that I might not be able to, in my lifetime, be a wife and a mother. And that scares me. Um, The second thing that grinds my gears about that same fact is that I'm not allowed to feel that way. I feel like now you have all like the feminism and like everybody's like, oh, you know, fuck that. Like those are traditional gender roles. I don't want to be a wife. I don't want to be a mother. I could be single and independent and never get better and I don't have kids. Like that don't make me any less of a woman. Like now everyone is screaming that from the mountaintops and they're kind of like look down on women. It's just like, you know, I did. Yes, I did see myself as a career woman. Yes, my job is important to me. But the thing that I was always most excited about was being a wife and a mother and i shouldn't feel shamed about it and in this climate i do right i mean because people make it shameful to feel like that yeah, it's unfortunate to be hurt by that because like oh why are you so insecure why do you put, why do you attribute your worth to a man i don't that's not what it's about it's just that that was a goal that i had for myself that was something that i wanted and i saw myself being a wife and being a mother i mean everybody as a kid play like house and shit like that i'm just like, saying like now it's so taboo to feel like they're like yeah. oh you can be like i don't have to be like that you know everyone has that whole tracy ellis ross ideology nowadays where it's just like oh no Everyone doesn't have to feel like that. Everyone, I guess it's shame on both sides, but it's just like, I, it's such, it's so taboo to be like, yeah, no, no, it's not an insecurity. It's not a void. It's not that I need a man or that I need someone to love me. It's none of those things. It's just that I literally, that's something that I wanted for myself. Am right. I completely happy by myself and alone? If I come, if I, at this point in 10 years from now, am never married and never procreate and die, I would still probably live a happy, fulfilling life. But is it sad? Am I slightly disappointed? pointed that I would miss out on those things absolutely because those are things that I wanted I would just have to change my wants and desires if it doesn't fit my future but that is something that I saw myself having so I would just have to adjust like you do whenever you're disappointed like the same way when I graduated from school and I didn't go straight to grad school I had to adjust my you know what I'm saying my plans for myself so it's just like that's really just what it comes down to so it's like I feel like now I'm getting down to the wire and it's like okay you know what now I have to you know get to the point where I'm adjusted to the idea that maybe I won't get those things and so it's just like this weird place in my life so those whole like time running out things has been grinding my gears lately yeah i mean i i didn't see him this weekend but i know uh like my uncle you met my uncle like i'm kind of convinced like i'm just gonna be like my uncle like this uh, you know this nigga you know this old nigga with you know nice car and shit his own spot like he kind of been like with the same kind of like in and out of relationships and shit like he's fucking 70 he's living his theoretically his best life um, but yeah, I, I understand that. Um, my my other grind my gears, I got it. Uh, I remembered it. Think pieces. Now we had a lot of shit going on. We normally have a lot of shit going on every week. Everything doesn't need to be fucking dissected. Like it really doesn't. Good or bad. Like just let shit exist. Like I 
So this is America dissected in a good way, all the hidden meanings and shit like that. And then in the same fucking breath, I think pieces, you know, about Childish Gambino being problematic. Like, just leave shit alone. Let people, you know, let the discussion happen. We don't have to read all your research and articles and you didn't pull it shit out from like when he was in high school in 2004 and shit like that. Like, no, we don't need to stop it, please. Stop. But that was all. Alrighty, guys. That's going to wrap it up for the show this week. Um, Henry- just tell them where they can reach you. You can reach me on Instagram, Twitter at uh, Noli Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Also, um, Facebook has this uh, cool feature or whatever um, for your birthday. You can, um, you had the option to donate money, uh, you know, do a fundraiser for certain organizations. So I'm going to link mine. Mine is for uh, Autism Speaks. Um, I'm going to link that uh, on our Instagram. No, on our uh, Twitter page. Uh, my Twitter page and uh, the show Twitter page. Um, donate if you are so inclined to. I appreciate it. Um, thank you for Casey for donating. Appreciate that. No problem. Um, and if you want to reach me, you can do so at K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. That's K underscore in real life. That is on Instagram and on Twitter. If you want to reach the show, you can do that at the Two AM Podcast. That is on Instagram, Twitter, and also on Facebook. Like um like the page. Comment, subscribe, you know, we're on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple iTunes, every fucking where you listen to fucking podcasts that anybody about to go through this list with y'all every goddamn week. <laughs> um <laughs> the fuck. Um and again if you want to email us, send any questions, comments, concerns, t shirt inquiries to any of those social media pages, or you can um email us like I said it as two AM podcast at gmail dot com. That is the number two. You know what I mean? You know what to do. Hey bars. Um any any last words, Henry? Yes, as always Remember when you on this uh, episode. Um, my mama didn't raise no hope. That is so fun. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Peace out. See you.